everybody oh, i have that shirt also sorry got really sidetracked this is ashley uh ashley mckee and uh this is my guest todd robert anderson listen i forgot about that whole thing until like 10 minutes ago and i was like shit i didn't think of anything clever <laughs> so i'm sorry to everybody that's listening to this for that shitty intro <laughs> do you, so you have a goonie shirt is that i do i have that one you did you get it at kohl's yes Mm-hmm. And that um, shirt you were wearing last time, I bought that for Ian for his birthday. <laughs> he wore it for a few hours, washed it, and it shrunk. Oh, no. So now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I always line dry those, too. Yeah, uh, well, he was going to. Like, he's very particular about his laundry. I'm just like, just do it, please. Um, so that's what he does, but he like hangs all of his stuff up cause he doesn't want it to shrink and he forgot. Uh, that sucks. Uh, the other reason I do it like with that, that's the, the one with, that says Jason and it looks like jaws. Is that the one you're talking about? Um, the camp crystal Lake and it has, uh, Oh, okay. So it's like nowhere to run or nowhere to hide or something. Yeah. Something like that. It's on my chair right in front of me, but I can't see it. So. Yeah, the other reason I line dry those is so because those those kind of decal type shirts they they'll crack. Yeah, yeah. a lot. So, yeah. Well, congratulations! You have a new Friday the Thirteenth shirt. Aren't you lucky? I really am. It's I always pick out the clothes that I would wear if he doesn't want them, so I can just have them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> how is your uh, How is your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, I got the boys earlier than I expected, but we went to Ian's parents and crushed food and had fun. Cool. And so you, we did brought you, him. Did you cook? Did you cook anything? No, I I don't care about Thanksgiving. I offered to work on Thanksgiving. Oh really? But we were closed, so it was pointless. <laughs> yeah, working when <laughs> it's closed. Yeah, that is pointless. Oh well, that's cool. How was yours? Uh, it was good. Had the mother-in-law over and uh, my wife's niece and uh, our friend Shannon. Cool. And we, we roasted a turkey. I roasted the turkey, but it, when I woke up on Thanksgiving morning, uh, the turkey had been in the fridge for four days and it was still completely frozen. Oh, my God. So that was like, which has happened before, like, like one of the first Thanksgiving till I ever had that happened. Um, so, and then, you know, we wound up eating like at nine o'clock at night because you know, we, we had, we didn't start the turkey early enough, but luckily I was up early enough. So I just popped it in the oven right then. And that's uh, smart. Ready in time. And here's what I learned about frozen turkeys. This is so dumb uh, that I'm talking about this. Uh, I like it. what I, I learned is when you have, when you have a, a, a not frozen Turkey, defrosted Turkey or whatever, it, it cooks from the inside out, which is why it's super easy to wind up drying out the, the Turkey breasts, you know, yeah. cause it starts cooking on the inside and it ends on the outside. But when it's frozen, because it's defrosting as it's cooking, it actually cooks the opposite way. Oh, so so you're the outside gets like browned, you know, and, and the crispy skin and then the inside stays moist. I, I don't know. It was probably one of the best turkeys I ever made. So I think from here on out, I'm cooking them from frozen. It's just a matter of starting it early enough. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. I don't really like turkey, but, and every year Ian reminds me that I love his mom's turkey and I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And then we go and eat it and it's so good. Any turkey I always have has always been dry. Sorry, Nana. Yeah, She's that's the that's the trick. Uh, it's not it's not getting it dry, but that's all about 
you know, basting and all that stuff. You just got to stay on top of it. That's all. I feel like I could do it. Maybe one year I'll try it. And you got to have your meat, meat thermometer. Cause that's what you do. Like, like even from frozen, I was pulling it out every hour and checking the temperature everywhere to make sure it was, you know, kind of cooking evenly and all that yeah. stuff. So you just got to stay, uh, stay on top of it. If you just put it in and forget about it, it's going to dry up. No, I wouldn't do that. I like when I'm making something, I like to be right there just in case. Yeah. Because if I go and do something else, like I will most likely forget about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just a trick. You have to get into a mindset when, cause I have a smoker, I have a vertical smoker and sometimes, you know, I'll smoke stuff. You know what that is? Um, I'm sorry. There's a Woody doll in my room right now and it just went off by itself. Whoa. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Uh, What did you just ask me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It just freaked me out. I I didn't. Your face when I said I have a vertical smoker was uh, reacting. You were reacting to your doll. Yeah. uh, Your possessed doll. Um, (laughs) uh, But I thought you were reacting to me saying vertical smoker and you looked like, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? Vertical what? That's what I thought. (laughs) That's what I thought, but you know what a smoker is. It's just when you smoke meat, you know, uh, it it takes a long time and you have to continually add water to the smoker so your meat doesn't dry out and it keeps stuff. But it's a, you know, it's a long process. It takes hours and hours and you have to dedicate yourself to hanging out nearby so you can constantly check. That sounds amazing. That sounds like the perfect thing when everyone's pissing you off. Like I have to go smoke some meat. Leave me alone. Actually it is great. Yeah. At, at family gatherings, uh, because you know, if you're in a conversation that you need to get out of, you have the constant excuse. Yeah. uh, I gotta go. I'm sorry. I gotta go check the the smoker, you know? And then when everybody eats the smoked, uh, uh, food, uh, after they're like, oh, it's really good. And they forgive you for all the times that you bailed when they started talking about their what movies you should go see or whatever. Yeah, I love it. I'm buying one. That's what I'm getting for Christmas. Yeah, Towards when my house. in-laws, whatever, they tell me some movie I'd have to see, that's when I would find a, a reason to excuse myself because they never quite understood my tastes in 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 movies. They, they Yeah. You know, if I'm like, yeah, but you should go see this thing. You should go see Leatherface. They, they would be very, <laughs> they'd be very mad at me if they saw that. Yeah, if they're telling exactly. me to see, you know, movies about people with Alzheimer's and shit. So, oh crap, there's somebody at my door. Hang on, I just got to make sure it's not something I have to sign for. So sorry, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, That's I, uh, I, 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 there was winter jackets have arrived. Very exciting. oh nice. Uh, because we're going back east for Christmas times. Uh cool. and you know, our son is he's gotten much bigger since the last time we, uh, we traveled. So he needed a new winter coat. Yeah. And uh those things are fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Winter coats. Yeah, they are. The boys like I Ian and I tore this place apart like, looking for their winter coats. And I texted my ex and I was like, do you happen to have the boys coats? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I should have done that first. <laughs> but yeah. That happens to me all the time though. Like I could very easily ask Hillary first where something is, but I always have to look everywhere first. That is so nice. People just ask me where shit is in the house all the time. Like, look for it. Try to use your own brain. Yeah, the teenager in the house, that's what he does. Hey, where's my blah, blah, blah? I don't know where it is. (laughs) Where'd you put it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the kids will be like, Mom, where's the controller? Or where's this toy that I was playing with last weekend? I'm like, I don't touch your stuff. Unless it's like to get it out of the way. But like there, I think like before your brain is fully developed, it's very hard to focus on the concept of putting something away in a designated place. Yeah. So it's always there when you're looking for it. Yeah. Um, Like it's, 
I mean, I know I was messy when I was a teenager too. I mean, I, I think everybody is, um, you know, I just, it's like when there's a, like a good, you know, foot depth of dirty clothes all over the bedroom floor, then I, I become a little like, really, what are we doing about this? How are we? Uh... <laughs> and the other thing, you know, cause you know, Colby's old enough now he can take care of himself. Uh, so he, you know, he does his own laundry. Uh, but what'll happen is he'll he'll do his laundry, get it through the washer and then the dryer, and then he'll leave it in the dryer. Uh, or he'll pull it out of the dryer, put it in the basket, and then just leave it there. Like the, yeah, the I don't get that final stage, which is the worst stage of laundry. Granted, the folding and the putting away of the laundry the worst. is the worst. And it's if you're tall, it's hard on your fucking back because you're bent over things folding them and putting them in drawers and he's tall. So, you know, I get it. I get it. But when you leave it out there for two weeks and then, and then you do another load of laundry and that one's also out there. <laughs> and then you do another one and all the family laundry baskets have been taken over. They've uh, been filled and uh, none of us can do our laundry because all of his goddamn laundry's in the laundry room. <laughs> And then I get, I get a little, I get a little aggravated. I got, I, you know, I literally. I feel like I, that's how Ian feels about me. I fucking hate doing laundry. I I'll hold it, but I yeah, will I, not put it away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, nobody likes doing laundry. It sucks. It's a bummer. I get, I get that. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you start, you have to finish. Like if you're going to put some yeah. laundry in the washing machine, then you got to get it into the dryer for health reasons. It'll get mildew yeah. and shit in there. Yeah. I mean, we sometimes forget and that we just like, just run it again. with soap and water again, just rewash them. Sure. But then there you're wasting uh, uh, water and all kinds and soap, all kinds of resources, uh, electricity. You're just wasteful. Uh, Ashley. You know what? You have to, Put it in the dryer, and then you have to you have to pull it out and you have to fold it and put it away. And then the laundry is done. That's what she it said. Not done until so. And the other thing, the other thing he does is he brings down his dirty laundry in his full ass hamper, right? And he dumps all the laundry, you know, into the washing machine and starts the wash. And then he just leaves the hamper down there. He doesn't bring the hamper back to his room and put it back where it goes. So then while the hamper sits for weeks in the laundry room unused all that's why the the clothes pile up on the floor and like in his unclosable closet because there's a pile <laughs> of dirty clothes and all of this could have been avoided if he just finished the, the job initially i get what you're saying but i'm not good at it so that's why ian is the he's the laundry guy but do you have in your bedroom, do you have a foot worth of dirty clothes that you have to? No, because we put all the stuff away yesterday. But does that happen? Do you get uh, piles of uh, dirty laundry on your floor? Um, Not dirty laundry usually. Usually it's just like, because I'll wear something a couple of times before I wash it, unless it's like covered in like dog hair or something. But like. It's mostly my clothes just strewn about, but they're clean. Right. Right. I don't know. Interesting. Well, <laughs> you know, I guess not everybody grows out of the bad laundry skills, I guess. Sometimes like I freaking nail it. Like I go through spurts and I will like clean Fucking the weirdest shit. Like, oh my God, I was cleaning up the basement. I like rearranged the basement because I was like, I want more room down here. So I like rearranged it. We have like this little plastic thing in front of our washer and dryer. I mopped that. I was vacuuming like the walls if they had um, spider webs on them. Mm. And I was like, I'm fucking crazy. And I knew it, but it didn't stop me. And so I just kept doing it. It looked, it looked good down there. Greenhouse and that fucking failed epically. So there is just like a little bit of dirt down there, but I have like a broom and a fucking 
the dustpan um, to clean it up. Right on. I tried making it like a cool place to hang out. And then I quit at QVC. So I didn't have to use my office anymore. So now the boys can just like play video games and shit in there. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. I'm rambling. God, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I don't mind. That's what we're here to do is to ramble for an hour. That's what podcasts are. They're ramblings. I love it. Unless you're Joe Rogan and then it's ramblings that everybody uh, gets mad about because you're an idiot. I can't. No, it's not that I can't stand him. No, he's fine by himself, I guess. Like, I don't really know much about him, so I can't judge him. But some of the stuff that, like, I've heard from him, I'm just like, and then people in my life use that. Like, I just find it weird that people in my life listen to that podcast. They listen to it and then repeat his uh, unfacts yeah. back at you. Yeah. I'm just like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> Jesus. I Yeah, that's just so wildly interesting to me how, uh, like, the landscape of our, of our country has been so altered by all these fucking podcasters saying dumb shit i don't know it's interesting and they're all the most successful podcasters except maybe mark maron he's all right i guess but (laughs) you know all the the crazies like rogan and alex jones and all these fucking people how do they get people to like like them i don't know it's really interesting it's like a it's like a study in in starting cults you know uh uh it's it's a show it's a podcast not a religion but it's still you know he's got his sycophantic followers who will just hang on whatever he says no matter what he says yeah um which is a common problem in our country and it seems like the world over currently that people are very easily sucked into that but uh yeah i don't know i don't know and, but it makes so much money. That's the, the crazy thing. It's like, I, I wish I was good at, at collecting sycophants uh, like that, you know, to generate cash. Well, uh, for me, start but, reading about how to start a cult. Yeah. Well, well I think you, you, I don't know if I'm the right person to start a cult. I don't know how I would feel uh, about it. I mean, I think you have to be a certain kind of sociopath. Hmm. You know, to be a Joel Austin, uh, yeah, you know, or uh, or uh, L. Ron Hubbard or whatever. Um, and I think and I, I th- would just use it for good, though, and not evil. You know, yeah, if you had the power, but but that's the thing. I mean, I think it, to like sway people on that level and get them, like, get them into a place of blind faith where they just accept whatever you say as as truth and the and the way and everything i mean it's just i don't think if you're the kind of person who would use that power for good i don't think you you're the kind of person who would have that power to begin with does that make sense i'm gonna figure it out but if you you figure out how to be a good person and start a money generating cult uh let me know because you know i'd like to learn obviously i'm gonna call you up be like i figured it out this is what we gotta do (laughs) (laughs) I just, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, you're preying on weak-minded people. You're preying on desperate people. Uh, you're, you're preying on people who are, um, you know, out of sorts one way or the other, psychologically, financially, whatever it is. I mean, that's what Joel Austin preys on. He preys on. I hate his stupid face. I don't Christians who, who, uh, you know, are struggling to make ends meet as many of us do uh, who dream of uh, being wealthy. And he's just like, all you have to do is have faith in the God that I can communicate. I can help you communicate with him. And you just give me money. And then eventually God will give you money. I mean, that's, that's a special kind of manipulation of, of Christianity that he's done. Um, and, and people are just like, okay with it. Oh my God. It's so annoying. I, I mean, I know like friends of mine who I thought, I mean, I think, I, I don't know. It's weird when you, when you deal with evangelicals and Republicans and whatnot, because 
you know, they're friends of mine who I've known and they, on all, we have intelligent conversations, you know, uh, intelligent jokes and, and whatnot. And then, you know, they turn around and start quoting Joel Austin at you. And it's like, where'd this come from? And why are you susceptible to this? The, I mean, it's just, it's always like sort of an eye opener when somebody's gotten sucked in like that, you know? That's so Anyone weird. who spends too much time defending Woody Allen, for, in other words, like I, people, like I'm concerned about those people. You're spending too much time worrying about what. You know what, Woody? Sorry, this is the third time he went off. I'm, <laughs> I have to move him. Woody, I came in here so it would be quiet. I let you come up here and look out the window. This is the fucking Woody doll. Oh, Say, hey, yeah. howdy, hey. Hey, howdy. Maybe that's why he's freaking out because he doesn't have his hat. Well, I'm not looking for it. Well, yeah, I know. It's not your responsibility. He should know where it is. He should have put it away in a place where he always puts it away, but he didn't. Yeah, well, that's the kid's fault. And if they don't want a possessed Woody doll, they can find it themselves. I'm not afraid of him. Oh, speaking of possessed dolls, you were telling me we we're, we have our ongoing uh, Devin Sawa crush saga, uh, and you told me that uh, in on Twitter, I think that you were very sad watching Chucky because you you found yourself not liking Devin Sawa, but he's an asshole in it, and I'm sorry, but I was like, stop being so mean. But that's like, his character, and he's an effective actor. So that's so. Can you like you can't crush on actors who play like evil dudes? They have to play good characters. No, because Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. Oh my god, what a babe! And he was hella fucked up. So it's just because, like, I like have seen him in roles of, like being so nice and sweet whatever and he was like my crush and when i was like 13 and now he's just so mean and i'm just like who are you i don't know i think that's what it is i expected more from him i guess i'm sorry he was pretty was mean in that uh, travolta movie you got mad at me about oh my god that movie haunts me now are you happy about that? The fanatic or whatever? Yes. Oh my god. Why is it haunting? What happens? Like what it was just so bad mm-hmm. and weird. It was just like the whole time I was like cringing, like my whole body. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. It was like watching, you no, know, because the room is like a different kind of cringe. This was just I don't know, it was just creepy, I guess. Now was it the narrative and filmmaking as a whole that made you feel creepy or was it John Travolta's weird lead performance that made you feel creepy? Yeah. Like, because I mean, the movie just, certain- like, stalkers always freak me out. So that was like not helping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like from the perspective, this was weird about it. It's from the perspective of the stalker, which is a very uh, maniac choice to make. Yeah. Um, did you ever see that movie? No. Either rendition. I have like a whole list of movies. Well, Maniac, I don't know if I'm going to recommend it because it's like one of those super sleazy, uh, uh, you know, murder slasher type movies. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's got some pretty famous low budge gore effects that Tom Savini did in it. Um, uh, and then Anthony Spinell. Uh, from the Godfather is always an interesting person to watch, um, but he's you know it's definitely gross. I mean this and it and it's all from the point of view of this disgusting, uh, sexually fucked up serial murderer. Um, and then they remade it with, I want to say Elijah Wood. No, Elijah Wood. Uh, anyway, and that was. Maniac was, you know, the, the story follows the maniac. So it's, you know, it's the, pers- you know, you're dealing with the perspective 
of the maniac the whole time. But when they remade it, they literally made it a POV movie. So it's literally, you're seeing things through the maniac's eyes. Oh, Uh, that's so weird. Yeah. yeah. In this case played by Elijah Wood. And I was, you know, it, it's uh, it, it, it runs into its problems as any gimmicky movie like that will, will, but I was impressed with his performance because, you know, the only time you see him, you know, the lead of this movie is when he was looking at himself in a mirror, you know, or you catch a reflection or something. Yeah. The rest of the time you just see his perspective. Um, But apparently he was there like with the camera the whole time. So when other characters were talking to, to the camera, he was right there with camera doing his line. So he was involved. His performance was you know, yeah. there the whole time. I, I thought that was cool. uh, pretty cool to hear because I think a lot, yeah, that's awesome. A lot of actors would um, do that for a straight. Would you shut up, Jenny? You're the most annoying cat. Come in and meow. You can't do anything to make her stop. You pet her and then she just meows more. You get a food, <laughs> she meows more. All she does is meow. Shut up. My cat meowed this morning and it freaked me out. Because he never does. Like, it's very rare. Unless he wants inside or something. But he just, like, looked at me and did it. I was like, hi. We got got three cats and they're all muley as hell. They meow so much. This one does the most. But they all have these weird meows, you know? Like, one of them does this thing where he's like... And he always starts doing it in the fucking morning when everybody's still asleep. It drives me uh, bonkers. All three of them too on the weekends, you know, because in the on you know during the week we all get up so fucking early because school, uh, you know. But on the weekend we try to sleep in, or at least Hill and I do. You know, Colby still gets up at dawn to play his games. Yeah. Uh, when is the like sleeping in teenager thing going to kick in? Like. Is it going to kick in? I don't know. Maybe he's just a morning person. But by the time I was 16, uh, which he is now, I was like, I would sleep till noon. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I don't get kids. They're weird. I don't get it. I don't get why he doesn't. But, you know, whatever. But anyway, if so, he's up early. And then if I get up before Hillary does and she stays in bed or whatever, then the cats just all sit outside of the bedroom door. Meowing. <laughs> uh, that it makes me feel terrible because, you know, she deserves to sleep in. She's a goddamn school teacher. She's got the hardest frigging job in the world. Uh, and it's exhausting and she needs to sleep in. And then all these goddamn cats just mewing outside of her door. Shut up. <laughs> I just picked you up. I put you on my lap. I scratched you. And then you jumped off so you could get down there and meow at me again. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know what. I don't know what. Do you know that adult cats that live in the wild don't meow? Why? Feral cats don't meow because meowing is for kittens. And uh, when they grow up. And, you know, they're dependent on humans. Then they always have that baby sensibility and they meow when they want. Uh, damn it. But a, a grown up cat outside got nobody to meow at to get stuff. So, yeah, they don't they don't meow. Shit. That's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. The more yeah. You know. More, you know, fun facts about stupid cats with with Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Name change. Uh, so what are you what are you gonna do for the uh Christmas times? Oh my god, go everywhere apparently. Do you like Christmas times? No, I don't. I think it's I think people take it too seriously, like with presents and stuff. But I worked in like the fraud department at QVC for eight years and people are just monsters. Mm-hmm. So it kind of killed my Christmas spirit, but I do like getting presents for my kids yeah. and others. Like if I see something while I'm getting something for someone else, like I will blow all my money once I start shopping for other people. It's my favorite thing to do. Like I would do it even if it wasn't Christmas. Right. Well, I usually, you know, get people that I love stuff 
here and there. I, it doesn't all have to be on one day. Yeah. I mean, I um, do that too. Yeah. I just, um, uh, yeah. If you've ever worked retail, I think it's very easy to lose your Christmas spirit. I know I certainly hated it. Um, you know, and I worked in a gift store, uh, you know, and we wrapped presents, you know, so people would bring in shit from other stores and pay us to wrap them. Uh, it's yeah. just, it was just such a slog. It was so fucking boring. Uh, and then people can be assholes. Um, although Richard Dreyfus was very nice to me and he tipped me a hundred dollars for wrapping his Christmas nice. presents. So, uh, and all the stories I hear about that guy on set are bad. They're very bad. Uh, but I'll, I will say as a retail worker, I found him to be uh, lovely. Um, <laughs> nice. and not, and not just because he gave me a hundred dollars. He was all, I wasn't done wrapping his presents when he came back at the end of the day, I was working on the last one. So we, we just got to talking and was just asking him about his shit and he was cool about answering. He didn't get all weird. Uh, nice. talking to a minimum wage worker. That's always how I, I, I judge celebrities. I think that was the best place for me to judge celebrities because so many came in. Uh-huh. Uh, and and I think you really can tell the quality of a person's character by the way they treat minimum wage retail workers. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I was always surprised at who was the jerk and who wasn't the jerk and so on and so forth. It's very interesting. I just like think about like if I was ever with like a person and they were shitty to someone else, like I haven't been in that position except maybe like once when I was a kid or whatever, but like, like what I would do, like I would just call them out. I think. Yeah, definitely. When I would embarrass them. Yeah. I don't have friends who act that way. I think one time we were out um, having dinner with a, a couple of couples and one of the couples we weren't as familiar with, you know, sort of, acquaintances but she got real bitchy with the the server that i was like huh i I mean and i knew her too enough that it was a little surprising because she wasn't that way you know with us or you know people are just different with different people yeah it's like whenever like somebody says like you know whoever the latest fucking violent asshole who beat or sexually abused some lady you know uh there's there's always someone who goes well you know i've known him the whole time never never seen him act this way ever so i this is crazy this is not true the idea that just because somebody didn't fucking attack you doesn't mean that person didn't attack somebody else you know which is always my thing when people start yapping about Woody Allen, you know, uh, you know, and their defense. I'm, I'm always like, well, yeah, okay, so yeah, fine. Mia Farrow's out of her fucking mind. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you about that. But just because Mia Farrow is out of her fucking mind doesn't mean Woody Allen isn't also out of his fucking mind and a goddamn yeah. molester. I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't get that logic, you know. But there's all that's always the thing, you know, I mean, even Bill Cosby, he's, you know, he's got his, you know, Felicia Rashad saying it's all, you know, bullshit and all that stuff. And it's like, (sighs) just because he didn't fucking knock you out and have his way doesn't mean he's not doing it to others. It's just it's the dumbest defense. It's the dumbest defense. I can't stand it. I don't like it. Man, Bill Cosby is such a letdown. Like, yeah. you know, like everyone that you, like, you love, like you just, like everyone's terrible. Like, I don't know why I was just thinking about Marilyn Manson today. And I was like, man, I really liked him as a kid. And now I'm just like, I don't like him at all. It just, yeah. it's a bummer. Yeah, it's a, it's especially a bummer when they're someone that you like. Um, Marilyn Manson, I didn't, I, like no, none of it's surprising to me. Um, I never liked Marilyn Manson. Uh, I'd, I'd never heard of Marilyn Manson. The first time I ever saw him was in concert. Uh, he opened up for Nine Inch Nails. Nice. 
I still have tinnitus from that fucking night. Um, uh, it was like, it was at Webster hall in New York city, which is, you know, not the biggest ass club in the world. And it was like, we might as well have been, you know, slam dancing inside of a jet engine. It was so fucking loud. Um, but I didn't know who Marilyn Manson was and he got up and, you know, it's loud. So it's kind of hard to determine exactly, you know, what these songs are. Um, it just sounded like a jumble of noise, uh, angry noise to me. Uh, and he had these uh, like skin tight like, you know, spandex pants. I don't know. Yoga pants. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> they call them. That had 666 all over them. And I honestly like thought it was a joke. I was like, this is a joke. This is. Oh, I would wear those. Fuck yeah, I would. I, and I was genuinely. Uh, uh, I know. I, I'm not. You can wear them. That's fine. It's just there was a poser element of his whole thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, like it felt not genuine. Okay. And and I realize now that there's so much of it like was like, because he's a monster. He's an actual monster. Yeah. You know, but he's also okay. got this, like he talks, he's got this real pretentious dorky way of talking, like where, where he's trying to make him sound himself sound intelligent I, I and i just i just never bought it i just never bought marilyn manson uh so finding out that he's a horrible monster not surprising nor disappointing really um just awful is what i would call it you know what this just like popped into my head um when i was like 19 i was getting a tattoo and this dude that was tattooing me was like trying to be manson he had like the one fake eye um Oh God, what is it? A contact thing. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but his wife was the piercer there and she wasn't there that day. She was out. She was getting like chemotherapy for fucking cancer. So like while this dude's like tattooing me, like, and it's on my chest, he like starts like hitting on me and stuff. And I was like, dude, like what the fuck? So I like texted my boyfriend at the time to come, but now I just like, he's just like Marilyn. Like he finally wanted to be Marilyn Manson. Now he is Marilyn Manson, a creep. Good for that guy. Jesus. Also, I wrote his wife an email and told her all about it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Did Did you ever hear back? I, I just like, um, I forget how I did it. I like, I can't even remember, but I remember like, I emailed her. I'm maybe even did like a freaking review of the place. I don't know. It was a long time ago. I can't remember, but I did tell her. Cheaters are interesting. Cause when you do that, like you're having some level of faith that this person you don't know very well won't fucking. Right. And I'm like, you gotta have some brass balls to th- to think that you know what i mean yeah it, just doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense it doesn't like what makes you think that they're not gonna be like you're fucking gross i'm telling on you i don't i just i don't know. i i agree it's it's very strange but i mean i guess a, a lot of people um i get get intimidated by that and just uh want to forget about it maybe not get involved or I, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it too hard because they're like, there are dudes who will tell, you know, who will tell their dude friends that they're doing these things. You know what I mean? And then there's that, you know, uh, uh, brotherhood, uh, a man thing where you're, you know, well, a guy says there's a code. If a guy tells you something like that, bro code, yeah, the bro code. You can't you can't go and tell anyone. It's like, but what like what why do you think I'm gonna adhere to the bro bro code? <laughs> what makes you why do you assume that I'm uh an upholder of such codes? It's just interesting the assumptions that go into that kind of behavior. Yeah, that's too much. I would I be on I- edge the whole time. Like if I was cheating, I would be like. Oh my God. I would be so paranoid. I can like see like um, when people go through other people's phones 
because they're insecure and they're worried and they're the ones that are fucking up. Like, I can see how that would be because you're so worried about like fucking up and them finding out that you want to make sure they're not doing it to you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's too much. I wouldn't have that amount of energy. Yeah. It just lying in general is fucking exhausting. Oh yeah. I tell myself all the time if I fuck up or lie about something, I'm just like, I'm lying. This is what happened or whatever. So I just tell the truth. It's a good policy. Yeah. Um, even if uh, it's the kind of truth that's going to get you into trouble, it's better to get in the trouble than to try to stave it off because then it just gets worse. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see any, any movies? Are there any movies I should see that you saw? Um, we went and saw, well, we tried to fucking see Ghostbusters. We took the kids thinking they were going to be hella pumped because they like Ghostbusters they talked through the whole thing, wiggled, moved around. I was like, I can't even enjoy the movie. We had to get up like three times to take him to the bathroom. We took turns because I was like, I really want to fucking see this movie. And Ian really wanted to see the movie Ugh, again until they're older. Do you think the part of the problem was the movie, perhaps? I think it was just because they had to sit still for so long. But if they sat, had they sat still for a movie in the past? No, not with me. No. Okay. Nope. Uh, that's my question because that movie looks like it'll make me want to go to the bathroom a lot. Um, <laughs> it, it, I liked uh, it. What I saw, I missed like the biggest part of the whole movie. I came back and it was over. I was like, cause I had to take like Jonas to the bathroom or something. I was like, talk to me right now children <laughs> be alone mommy needs some space <laughs> well that sucks well i you know i'm curious about it i just the trailers are so underwhelming oh i thought it looked great there are no jokes i mean it looks there more are, like though. Well, you gotta not see the, them not in the trailer I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. I did my loud laugh, my genuine laugh. That's just like a loud ha. Oh. <laughs> and then, oh my God, I, I hate when I do that. It's so loud. And when I do it, when the kids are here and are sleeping, I'm like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> what I get for having fun. Yeah, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about it. It just it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't look all that good to me. Well, just wait until it's streaming and like five bucks to rent. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Nice. Yeah, that's we, my plan. Oh, we also watched um Spider-Man Far From Home. Ian and I saw it in theaters, and then Jonas didn't see it yet, so we watched it again. And that's a good one, I feel it. like, right? Was it fun? Yeah, it's great. I love Zendaya in that movie. Yeah, I saw I saw that in the theater. I liked it. I saw a couple of I saw that uh Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Um uh, it's fine. I didn't see it. I just I don't know. It just kind of not that great. Hmm. I wanted no more doubt. kung fu and there wasn't enough kung fu. I didn't think. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a Disney Marvel movie. So they've got to turn it into like a bunch of CG, you know, they got to yeah. have the giant CGI stuff. Uh, <laughs> so that's what it becomes. Um, oh, I think it would have been more fun if they, if they'd kept it a little lower key and, and made more of a Kung Fu movie out of it. Yeah. That'd be sick. Oh my God. Maybe I should see it. I used to watch Kung Fu with my dad. Yeah, I would just instead I would just watch, you know, the new Ip Man movie or something. If you want if you want that. Did you ever see any of the Ip Man movies? Mm-mm. I mean, there's a lot, but the ones with uh is his name Donnie Yen? Donnie Yen? Um, I think that's his name. Uh those are really good. Nice. If you like Kung Fu movies, you gotta see it's the Ip Man. It's been a while since I was a kid. I haven't watched it, but I'm 
I might start watching it with Jonas because he fucking loves he went he was in Taekwondo and they didn't want to go anymore. And I was like, but you like it. And threw a giant fit. I was like, fine. And it was still in a trial period. So it wasn't like paying a lot of money to go to a couple classes and dip. Um, Colby anyway, went to went to Taekwondo for a while when he was a kid, little little kid. Um, but he lost interest in it too. He stopped wanting to go. And uh, you know, honestly, with all the sports, you know, because he tried soccer, he's tried swimming, you know. And when, every time he's been like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't argue at all. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Because that's I don't have to drive. I did not, <laughs> I did not like going to swim meets. I won. Uh, getting there, you know, it's a, it's a hall, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause they have swim meets at whatever school might have an Olympic size pool. Not all of them do. So, you know, we have to drive for an hour, hour and a half to go to these friggin' meets. Uh, and then there's also, it's just stressful as shit. I just don't like Taekwondo is cool, you know? Um, but that got stressful in the tests, you know, cause the breaking the board and you don't want your, kid to be humiliated and all that stuff and, <laughs> and, and swimming just was just so i is just totally anxious the whole time really just, yeah i just get too anxious watching i get oh, i get so i just feel for him you know and, and and he he was a good swimmer and did well for his team and all that stuff but you know there were you know there were struggles in the beginning where you know he'd come in last and all that stuff when he was first starting out yeah, I mean it's gonna happen. Always, but, I, I tell him that, but he doesn't listen to me. Yeah, and and it's just, but it's just, you know, my anxiety is probably ten times what his. <laughs> uh, I I just I just have a hard time with that stuff. So if I don't have to go and watch uh, him compete in sports, I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, fine I think I'm gonna it. get the boys in gymnastics. We took them to Urban Air the other day, and um, I was like, they would, like, I keep trying to tell them that they would love it, because all the stuff they're interested in, like, they could do gymnastics and have fun and, like, learn stuff. And they finally said yes. I was like, wait, wait, I can sign you up, really? Are you being serious? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to, like, start and, like, pay for, like, a whole session and then have them stop have them bail yeah well i can you have a conversation with them before you sign them up for something like that and just say look if i sign you up for this you have to do it for the entire time that i've paid you have to commit yourself to it there's no backing out yeah i'm gonna have to do that because that's i mean honestly that's what we we did with colby with stuff like that um just said you know you've you're committed for the season yeah, you got to do it, even if you don't find yourself not wanting to, uh, which he did, you know, with like soccer. Um, but then once the season was over, he's like, I don't want to do that again. And we were like, <laughs> we don't either. It was awful. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, well, you know, he had a, like his coach was an asshole. Like it, it, it all comes down to that. If you get a, a coach who's an asshole and then the, the coach's kids are going to be on the team, they're going to be assholes. Yeah. So, you know, it was just a lot of assholes uh, <laughs> uh, and not a lot of fun, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and in the end, you know, that's what it should be. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't cool. Um, the best day he had was his last day. It was oh, like, yeah? Yeah. They, they, you know, they had the, whatever, the championships or whatever mm-hmm. uh, of their league. Um, and it was, they had three games in one day, three fucking games. That's what they played. It's crazy. Um, and that day, uh, there, uh, at Porter ranch, which this soccer field was very close to, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's this gas leak and they, they still are dealing with all this legal shit, uh, from this gas leak up there. So we're playing the soccer and you can smell fucking gas in the air <laughs> my god so by the end of the day we all had terrible headaches um but the thing was is his like they had played these championships and then they did well enough that they got to come and compete in this other one um and 
the star players of his team blew it off. They were like, meh, we don't want to play. Oh my God. So the kids who showed up, they only had enough to play. There were no substitutes. There was no, they had to play all three games completely because a number of the kids and the more, the, the better players didn't show up, but because they didn't show up, Colby was playing all these positions, doing all these things that he didn't do. And, and uh, the, the, the main coach, he didn't show up because he's an asshole. So the assistant <laughs> coach was there. Who's a nice enough guy. So like it was one day where the soccer team was run the way it should be. And yeah, I was just trying to get everybody in, get them moved them around to different positions. Cause it's like, I don't fucking care. I don't, they don't care. <laughs> And the first game they won, actually, which was great. But then, you know, and Colby scored some goals and all that stuff. So he like it was his last day of soccer it was probably the only day he really had any fun. Oh, yeah. And he got a terrible headache because of the gas leak. My God. Like, why would they let them play still? I don't know. I don't know why we didn't like we were talking like we had this whole debate at the beginning of the day. Should we just fucking take Colby home? It's, it smells like gas out here, but I then, can't believe it. Like It just like went on at all. Once there was a gas leak, they're just like, yeah, go ahead and play soccer kids. Well, they determined, I don't know. They just determined that because it, it wasn't on top of the gas leak. It was down the road. So we were smelling it, but they were determined as not, <laughs> you know, a threat or whatever. I don't know what the hell. This is the problem, like when you're a sheeple, as I can be in certain situations, is you don't, you know, you don't go, you know what? Everybody get in the car. We're not playing. There's a fucking gas leak. <laughs> and then the star players didn't show up and there was drama. And, you know, it was Colby's. Uh, so it was, we, we, we debated and then ultimately decided uh, we'll play in the gasoline. <laughs> I love it. That's funny as hell. Yeah, it was what it was, but yeah. Oh Swim my gosh, what he keeps going off. Like he's in the hallway right now, and I have the door shut and I can still hear him. That's I'm taking up. I'm taking him apart. I and just watched Annabelle, off. man. You should don't don't fuck with those things. And I watch Chucky all the time. Jesus. Yeah, we're like two episodes behind. We really need to watch it. We it's a really like, good show. It's a very it's, good show. We always watch it like late at night because like if I work at night, I get done at like 10. And Ian always has to wake up early to go to work. So we like watch it when we can. It sucks. <laughs> Eventually I'll catch up. It's It's like a it's the first show in a while where we're keeping up with it. Like as it airs, it's been a while since, you know, like that's the show when we're like, Hey, what should we, it's always, Hey, you want to watch Chucky? It just starts yep. with that. You know? <laughs> should we watch this? No, 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 no. Say, hey, let's watch Chucky. And everybody's like, yeah, Chucky. It's always me. And I'm like, Hey, you want to watch Chucky right now? Like we have to catch up. Let's watch Chucky. <laughs> that's what we watch. I, oh my god, the boys want to watch it. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know it's a good show, though. It's 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 really good. Uh, it, very surprising because I haven't really liked any of the uh, series based on slasher franchises very much. Yeah, you know, like I didn't like the Scream show, and uh, there was another one that I tried to watch. I was like, uh-uh. but this one's great. It's amazing. Yeah. It fucking is. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of amazing that you can do that uh, with something, but it's the original creator. Maybe that has something to do with it. You know? Um, yeah. And uh, you know, all the Durifs get work. So that's good that the Durifs are working. <laughs> uh, I like the Durifs. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's Brad Dourif, who's the voice of Chucky. And then what's his daughter's name? She just, I don't know if you've gotten to the episode where she shows up, but she, Fiona Dourif, Fiona? I don't know. Might be Fiona, something like that. Um, But anyway, she's in the two, the last two 
Chucky movies, direct-to-video Chucky movies. Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky. And she's in both of those. But she shows up in the series. So I thought that was cool. They're I love it. Oh my God. And Jennifer Tilly in it. I was like, oh, this is the best show ever. I, I know. It. I know. I I'm so glad they pulled her out of early retirement to do to do that show. Jennifer Tilly should be working more. She should work all the time. I don't know why uh, people aren't constantly putting her in movies. I would pay her just to hang out with me. Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's how she's <laughs> making her living. Well, she plays, you know, she that's how she makes her money now. She's like a poker player. Oh my God. I have a quick story for you. Um, so last night I went out with some coworkers and um, we went to like this kind of dive bar and they were playing sports, whatever. And then they had poker on. I was like, Oh fuck. Yes. Poker's on. I was like, I can watch this. Like people watch like football games and shit. Like I love it. And this dude tries to like give me shit because I said, I like Texas Hold'em. He's basically trying to tell me that I'm basic. And I'm like, I just like it because it, it moves fast. Like it's another reason why I like hockey because it's fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Um, and then he would like start to be nice. I was like, you're like, you're poker shaming me or something so stupid like that. I don't know. It was kind of lit. <laughs> but was then, it like, like negging? Okay. Was he negging you? Was it, was it? Like, yeah, that's exactly what it reminded me of. And I probably said that to him. And then he apologized. And it was wonderful. That's the second time I gave a dude shit at that bar for being like, just like assuming things about me. I don't know. And the last dude had a man bun. So it was well deserved. A man bun, you said? Yeah. Like, who still has those? I don't know who has those. I really don't. I mean, some people do, um, but I don't know why. I mean, some you people have long hair and then they need to put it up or what? I don't know. There's like I don't know. Net. Now there's fly. You have flies. There's a net. It just flew in front you of my face. You have a possessed doll and flies. That's like Amityville type shit. Now <laughs> we have plants in our room. I think it's from that. Who's to say? I Ian plants shit and it fucking dies. I plant shit, just dies immediately. They're like, "Oh, Ashley planted me. Guess I'll die or not even grow at all." I'm sorry. You, you have uh, that might also be part of this curse that you're struggling with. Shit, you're right. It's probably because I played with an Ouija board once. That's what Ian thinks. That's that's it. That's what did it. Now you have like evil spirits in your fingers that kill plants. Is that a power that you can figure out how to use for good? I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, how do I use this? What if I could just like kill weeds with them? You could kill invasive plants. Like in in Hawaii, they have a problem with invasive vines uh, taking over forests and they kill the trees. So you could touch the vines and Kill the vines, save Hawaii. Man, I'm so into that. I'm going to test this out. It's just, it's sort of sad though that you can't, you know, touch a a plant without killing it. You know, it's sort of like, what's it, Rogue in the X Men movies, you know? Oh, yeah. Sort of sad. It is. But I mean, it's plants, not people. So Mm. I wish it was people. No, I don't. Oh my God. I would accidentally run into somebody and be like, oh shit. I'd have to be like Elsa with gloves. Oh God. I have to wear gloves all the time. Sorry. I just watched Frozen the other day. Oh yeah. I don't like that movie. Sorry. I don't hate it. My son loves it. So whatever. And I bought a snow cone machine that had, it's it's the worst fucking snow cone machine. It was $7, but it uh, has, Olaf and he makes snow cones, but you put like ice cubes in it and then you got to shave them. I'm just like, this tastes is awful. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Just yeah. terrible. They sell you junk and they just put Olaf's face on it. And you, well, you to be fair, I bought it on Facebook Marketplace. 
Oh, Jesus. I, I will never. I, I bought one thing off of Facebook and it would, they sent me the wrong thing. And then they claimed it wasn't the wrong thing. And I was like, fuck you. You sent me the wrong thing. And then they, they wouldn't take it back. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm stuck with this stupid thing. Yeah. We like ordered a $60 table and they sent me a ring and I emailed them several times. I filed a dispute with my bank and it had to be like 30 days after. And I forgot about it. So maybe I'll do that today before I go yeah. to work. <laughs> I was pissed. I can imagine. Uh, oh, we, we've, uh, we've yapped for an hour. Um, okay. Oh, shit. Are you, you going to end your show? I still didn't think of anything. I didn't even think of anything to start it with. Um, damn it. My God. I'm just going to end every show with this. Damn it. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There it is.